1: piffles podcast episode 151 thank you so much for taking time and joining us my name is alex i'm still steve
0: and i'm not henry burris so don't worry about him he's not coming this week
1: bad, bad news about that yeah henry burris uh um just like uh, he promised he'd be here and left and uh didn't, <laughs> this like 2005 all over again with henry burris uh, no he won't be on this week's episode i know that we we uh pumped him up that he'd be on the next one last episode he actually ended up getting a training camp gig with uh, as, a, as an assistant to uh, help out with the Chicago Bears. So the he's Bears. actually Chicago right now. Uh, so that's why he couldn't join us right now. He did text me back and said, sorry, brother, I got a lot of things going on here. So I want to get back. We'll do that show. So he will join us. It's just going to take a little bit of time. But we will have Henry Burris here on the Piffles Podcast sooner rather than later.
2: And he will turn this show around.
0: And if it helps, I can look for a football behind me like he did in 2013.
1: Do we uh, do we wear our black bras when we interview him? <laughs> that's still a thing. I'm kidding. I love Henry Burris. I don't want to bring that up, but that that that's still kind of funny. It popped up in my Facebook memories just randomly not too long ago. So that was I missed that sign. <laughs> this is the Piffles podcast, premier your premier Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at PifflesPod. Give me a follow at RealAlexD. You can follow me at SafaMod,
0: And you can follow me at Greg on Sports.
1: Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash PifflesPodcast. And go to the website, PifflesPodcast.com. Piffles Podcast is brought to you by Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. Check them out on Skip the Dishes. And we're also a proud member of the CFPN, the Canadian Football Podcast Network, and a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Well, guys, let's get right down to it. We have a lot to talk about. Time for the opening kickoff.
0: And still funny. I don't care. Even though I don't hear it right now, still funny.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. Will there or will there not be a CFL season? That is the question that we've been asking for the last four months. On Thursday, The CFL governors were to meet and uh, discuss what was going to go on with uh, now their new ask of $30 million from the federal government to have a six-game season. Dave Naylor tweets out the CFL did not reach a decision on play or no play for the 2020 season. More work being done, including ongoing conversations with the government. Officials say They are aware that players and fans want certainty and are working to achieve that. I am certain
0: there's not going to be a season. How's that for certainty?
2: I'm, I'm captain positivity on this show. I've been the one saying, yeah, we'll get there. We'll have our season. It's not happening. There's way too many hurdles to jump in three weeks. If they really want to get things off the ground and going, it's not happening call it off let's work towards a better business model in 2021
0: the only the from- only way this happens is if they do what the whl announced today and push completely push their season back whl's talking about not even opening up until
1: but we don't know. The second time, uh, we're not too sure yet. Oh, now we're going to do it to to pay our players and and make a six game. You're telling me after all these months, now you finally have an answer on the third chance from the government? They're listening to this and like any loan company would be like, what are you doing here? You You finally get it now? Why did you not know this the first time?
0: I think the biggest thing is they didn't want to open up their books. They were just hoping that Good old nostalgia and C- Canadiana would get them by, and they would just get a check cut, and the teams wouldn't lose money and they could salvage whatever they could of a season, and everyone would be okay, move on but could you
2: could you imagine if they would have gotten 150 million dollars when it's clear that 28 million would be sufficient to you know at least start to get the job done? <laughs> just just line the pockets of the owners
1: and, and call it a day? Well, well, the riders,
0: riders could afford to give away the great cup merch. Then we'll get back <laughs> to that.
1: <laughs> I know you want to talk about that. We'll talk to talk about that a little bit later on. Is it? I know I, uh, we asked this the last episode just rip the bandaid off, just cancel the season, just whatever. Because it, it's being reported. I think it was uh Dan Barnes of Post Media uh, reporting that without a season, the league would lose between anywhere between. 50 and 80 million dollars. And that's with them playing a six game season. If they didn't play, they would, or if they did play, they would lose 50 million dollars. If they didn't play, they would lose 80 million dollars. So either way, you're losing a boatload of money. And if you get this 30 million dollar loan to still lose 50 million dollars, you still have to pay that loan back. So you're still losing 80 million dollars. So at that point, you might as well just scrap it all and focus on 2021.
0: Well, I think we were fairly early in, into this COVID situation saying that the CFL can't make money without fans in the stands. It is too heavily reliant on gate on the gates. So no ticket sales, no income that TSN money barely pays for the salary cap as it is. So there's still money going out the door for front offices and team personnel. Like, and you you put on player salaries that aren't getting paid right now, and also you have to pay those, even if they are um, a percentage of what they would be if it was a full contract. It's You're losing money hand over fist.
1: I like a tweet from Almondo Sewell of uh, the Ebbington football team. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll that. Look at that one, too in just a little bit too. Uh, but he blamed both the CFL and the CFL Players Association for basically not coming together and telling all their players exactly what's going on. Blame the CFL you guys never had a plan from begin to begin with blames the PA because, hey, team reps, you're not telling us anything. You're not telling the players everything you know and you should be. And of Sewell seems like one of the only players that you've seen post about it anyway, that seems to get it. This isn't just a CFL problem. This isn't just a PA problem. It's a collective problem that there is no idea of what they would actually have done to have a season. This is. You, they need to have this figured out before they go to the federal government for funding. You need to have a plan of, okay, yes, we have a CBA. Our players, are, players have agreed to... of their salaries to play these six games and then go to the government and say, this is exactly what the money's going for. Just keep us afloat for a year and we'll start figuring it out for 2021.
2: I I think my favorite thing about all the players going off at the CFL, unlike, unlike CUL is the guys that are going off at the the CFL for the, for them stealing their, uh, their workout videos and using his content and complaining that they're not in the meetings talking as if the guy running the social media account is going to be involved in those discussions in any way whatsoever.
0: I, I go both ways on this one. I, I could see the CFL basically, well, they want content all the time. And it's part of the, part of the uh, collective bargaining agreement that any content shot by the teams during um, team activities or elsewhere, where they have to be brand ambassadors for the league, that's right in their right in their contracts. So yeah, anything pre-recorded, the league can do with it whatever they want. Uh, but part of me, the evil side of me, goes, yeah, I hope the league is doing that on purpose just to turn the screws to the to the PA <laughs> because that's what I would do. <laughs> But yeah, no. This is this has always been the problem with the CFL and CFLPA. They're never on the same page, and nor should, nor should they be technically, because that's why you have a PA and you have a league. But at the same time, they need to be a partnership, and they've never been able to be on the same page on anything. And the and the rep and the reps have just as much to do with that one. Like you have all these players that are freaking out on Twitter. If if their rep would go message them. It would probably help a lot, but obviously their reps aren't talking to them.
1: You guys, I assume you guys both saw Randy Ambrosi's Instagram speech to uh, the Finnish football league. I'd like to address that there. First off, let me say no problem. You want to take a couple minutes out of your day, record that, send it off to them so they can post it on their social. Great awesome i understand the need to have other ventures companies need to try and do multiple different things at the same time and that's what cfl 2.0 is and like he said randy Ambrosi, which trust me i don't really buy the spin a lot but we can walk and chew gum at the same time that's what they're trying to do and that's that's exactly what cfl 2.0 2.0 is and i get that the optics though saying good luck to your season and everything when we have no idea what the hell is happening over here just look terrible randy and and lucas your pr and and everybody else on the on the pr staff for the cfl guys bad look very bad look the optics were bad the message was fine there's nothing wrong with what the message was but please time that out better it
0: it got blown way out of proportion for what it was but um, yeah, you're right though. Yeah, the optics and perception is reality. It, it it looks bad where you're as a league who's not having a season, who's having a fight with their own PA, who can't get the funding to do a uh, pared down uh, pared down season, and you're congratulating Finland on having a season of their own. It's like, Randy, come on, bud, you, you can do a little better than that. It, it got blown way out of proportion by everybody, but it, yeah, it just looked bad. It looked
2: bad. I might be the only guy that doesn't really have an issue with his statement. I mean, it, it took what two minutes out of his day to wish the the Finnish league well. Yeah, it's not going to really affect the discussions with the CFLPA. It's just a, a random Instagram message, and he's got to keep those relationships that he's built with CFL two point cohesive if they want to build on that once things come back to whatever semblance abnormal. They are.
0: Um, fans know who the hell Randy Ambrosia is in care. Would anyone in Canada care if the Finnish guy, uh, the Finnish commissioner said, "Congrats, Canada. Good luck with the season. No, like, it, it it was something. It was a own goal that did not need to happen in this situation, and he own gold himself all over the place.
2: I'm going to use that as my next phrase. He own gold himself all over the place. <laughs>
0: I, I I had something else I wanted to say, and I decided to clean it up for the uh, younger crowd.
1: <laughs> a couple other things we want to talk about this week here on the Piffles Podcast. Last time we we got together and and zoomed around, um, the Edmonton football team still kind of had a name, question mark.
0: Double E Football Club, baby.
1: The E.E. Football Club, the Edmonton Football Club, uh, at least until further notice before they can uh, go ahead and and figure out what their team name is going to be. You know what? Here's my take. You're not going to please anybody. You're not going to please everybody. It's just impossible. It's it's not going to happen. Make, call them the Edmonton chairs. I don't care. Call them something. Call them the eggs. Keep the EE logo. But realistically, keep them the Edmonton football club. You see this in soccer all the time. Look at MLS. You have TFC, Toronto Football Club. You have FC Chicago, Football Club Chicago. Just leave it at that. It's fine. Keep the logo and just brand yourself that way. At the,
0: at the end of the day, they're going to be double E. I don't see them getting off of that now. They are so entrenched in using that logo. They are going to try to like mind warp themselves into something, which is the same way we end up with the Ottawa red blacks. It's because they wanted that goddamn R on the helmet, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what the Rough Riders said. So that's how we end up with red blacks. So uh,
1: Greg, it's, uh, it's uh,
0: red blacks. Sorry, I, I don't want to yell in this microphone. Um, but yeah, like, we, and this is what they're going to do. Like they're going to, they, they kicked, they, they basically kicked the tires on empire. And then a bunch of people got mad about that. And then they're kind of kicking the tires on Elks and they don't know about that one. They're, they're just going to do mental flips until they (laughs) land on an E name and just just move on, say EE football club and everyone know, and just wink and nod and move on. Cause that's at the end of the day, that's probably where we're going to end up.
2: I want to see them go completely out into left field and pick something not with an E at the beginning just to watch the implosion that will happen because you'll get, you'll get all the people that are mad that they're changing from the Eskimos and then you'll get all the people that are mad that they won't have the, the double E logo and then they should just throw one more loop in there and change the color scheme. Just rebrand entirely.
0: The Edmonton Flames.
1: <laughs> there you go. Love it. Love it. It's not as good as the Kraken, but not many things are. Oh, how do you botch
2: that that launch and not say release the Kraken? I'm sorry, I refuse to say anything good about that franchise. I, that.
0: I I I I, st- I still think the worst thing was that you tried to start a "Let's Go Kraken" chant when I'm like, "Let's get Kraken" would have been a way easier chant to get to.
1: <laughs> they did officially partner with the Kraken uh, rum, though, so it was. I mean, that was just match made in heaven.
2: I agree, and Greg-
1: You have the Kraken.
0: I do have the Kraken.
1: You know, it's my office
0: when a uh, bottle of booze is very close at hand.
1: Does that make you a crackhead and you're in the crack house? Oh, my Because those jokes weren't told at all before. Oh,
0: those jokes were were made early into the system, uh, early into the game when people found out Kraken was on the short
1: list. Anyway, back to football here. Hey, do you guys see uh, Winnipeg release their great cup rings? They got their, their great cup rings.
0: Tra- trace amounts of the diamonds on it.
1: <laughs> trace amounts? I think they all got them etched on the inside, and I know like John Rush, his says uh, F yeah. Um, I think uh, Andrew Harris, is, his might say trace amounts on the inside. Catch Actually, no, because his,
0: his is the rotating ring in there, and it's F I, I can't remember. It's F I F something. So
1: F- FIFO, F I F O.
0: Oh, that's it. So I've been trying to figure out what that means. And I'm sure if I Google that, I could pr- pr- figure it out pretty quick. But
2: FIFO first is first, out. Out.
0: first in, first out. Uh huh. Okay.
1: Anyway, thoughts on the on the look? It's it's the the W. And then, of course, it's, it has the for the W in, etched on the inside as well, too. And it just, it looks plain, but it's very clean. It's very crisp. It doesn't wow you by any means. But I think that's what makes it so nice is that it's just, it's the W, it's diamonds. It has the gold, a little bit of blue in there. It's just, it, it's good. It's good. It's not great, but, it, a, does, fo- but it doesn't take anything away from, from putting a skyline or anything in there. Of course, it's Winnipeg. It's not like there's much of a skyline.
0: When it when it comes to championship rings, there's a fine line between classic and boring, and they're kind of they're riding it. I think it could use a little more blue, um, just to definitely kind of offshoot those diamonds because there's a lot of diamonds in that damn ring. But I think yeah, it could it could use a little more uh, blue to really uh, make it pop. But other but than get- that, I'll say something nice about Winnipeg. Those are decent looking
2: rings. I think it was Sheldon that said they should have they definitely should have had more gold too to get the, the gold and blue like to highlight the gold a little bit more cuz they're they're blue around the W and they're there's a little bit of blue diamonds and the rest is just white.
0: And that's a, yeah that's a problem using white gold too. They probably could have went with more of a classic gold which obviously is their color but yeah they went with a white gold for some reason.
2: I've learned there's one there's one diamond in each of those rings for every beer that Chris Strebler had in the locker room. <laughs>
1: it's still not uh i will say when it comes to championship rings my favorite still has to be and greg you'll appreciate this the new england patriots from uh super bowl 51 whatever it was when they beat the falcons with 283 diamonds in it just the troll move move ever that's the best championship ring ever for that exact reason
2: you'll never be able to top that like that how do you troll somebody in a championship ring that is fantastic
0: the Patriots found a way, and that's why they're the greatest franchise on this planet. As Steve is throwing up into a bucket right now.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of buckets, you can get all your Grey Cup merch put into a bucket. There's three different bundle packs you can get. Okay, yeah, I see you laughing at me, Greg. That's, that was uh, a yeah, great segue.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm impressed. That's a great segue. That's not worth worthy segue, if anything. It was,
1: it, was a, it was a bit of a stretch, but I thought it worked out pretty well. You can get Grey Cup <laughs> merch Grey Cup 2020 stuff. There are three different tiers you can get. One for $29.99. That's the moderate fan package. There's an avid fan package. Ultimate fan package. Yeah. So buy our 2020 Grey Cup merch that we spent all this money on. And uh, just to recoup the money, which don't get me wrong. Hey, you want to try and get some of the money back? We spent on all this merch. I get that. It played off as the, you know, it's the whole COVID thing. And, you know, it's a one in a million kind of thing. And I understand that. I get that. I'm cool with it. You want to buy the merch? Hey, you know what? If you can get a hat for 40% off, doesn't matter where you get it. That's a good deal. So if you can do that, great. All the power to you. My issue with this is having the tiers. Not that they have tiers. Have tiers. That's fine. Tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier A, Tier B, Tier C, but don't tier it like you're grading the fans on how much they spend on this. Ultimate fan, sixty sixty-nine ninety nine, but a moderate fan only spends twenty-nine ninety nine. COVID times have hit a lot of people. People might want to buy something, but they can't afford it. Especially for something that they don't necessarily need, like this stuff, but they wanna have because it's fun and, and get something new and show some some CFL pride, rider pride. I just don't like the idea of tiering fans based on money because to me, a fan is a fan. Yes, there are hardcore fans. There are casual fans, but bottom line, they're fans and that's all that matters.
0: I got an idea. They should ship some of the great cup stuff to the season ticket holders who they still have money of because I didn't get my pencil box this year and I need somewhere where to put my pencils.
2: I'm still working off a of 2018 shoelaces. So uh, I need to replace those real quick too.
0: <laughs> but it's I understand the tears and I understand that and yes we're splitting hairs because some, someone said well maybe it's an avid collector because it just says avid and says ultimate whatever fine and I get it some people want all the writer crap they can have in their room um, if you look around my office even though you can't see this is an audio uh, uh, type of a media I have writer crap everywhere I get it but yeah, don't, don't call someone avid or ultimate and moderate. Like, you could easily called it something else and moved on, but I don't know why anyone would buy uh, merchandise from a game that never happened. I, I, I don't even buy – I don't think I've even bought anything from 2013 until after the Riders actually won, any, won the game.
2: The, the, the simple answer would have been to name them after a collection of former players. Name them after tiers, depending on you know your your position. Or you could have a Durant package and a Dressler package, or a you know
1: no Rob... no, no they have the Durant package that's the moderate package. Moderately <laughs> successful. That's true, yeah. But like, why why put
2: fan, like basically attack two thirds of your fan base or more? Because now the ones who don't buy it aren't fans at all.
0: Which is like, funny because CFL fans are the worst for that anyway. If you don't support if you don't do this, you're not a fan. Like, let's just pile on and have the teams actually start pointing it out.
1: (laughs) Why do you think fan bases are dwindling everywhere? Because us, the hardcore fans in general, are calling out the people that don't go to games. Well, they don't want to go to games because they're getting called out. And there's the problem with the CFL right there. You need to have casual fans to be successful. I, I
0: love my team, but I hate this franchise sometimes. I really do, which which is a hard which is a hard line to draw. But I, I love the team on the field, but sometimes this team can frustrate me to no end. Like how the hell? I, I'm going to segue on you right now. I'm sorry, I'm turning this on on, on the dime on you, Alex. I'm steering now. Heads up. How the hell? When the minute the bubble came up for Winnipeg, did Montreal? Edmonton, Calgary, and I think BC all had emails that afternoon basically immediately after the thing going, hey, what do you want to do, do with your season taking money? I have not heard anything from the riders since the initial announcement that, hey, we're we're giving you these four games. What do you want to do with your money? And that's it. Like, It's because
2: it's they're trying to figure out what kind of tour package or or what kind of extra bonus they can throw at you if they if you let them keep your money this year again, like they did with the first four games?
1: They've
0: had plenty of time to figure it out.
1: Pretty much every NFL team I've seen, all uh, a few of the other CFL teams, but also, you know what, we will refund 100% if you want to, I guess, essentially opt out. I know opting out here is a little bit different than just having a bubble and you not literally being able to go, but... If you don't feel comfortable going to games, which is what I saw in the NFL, we will give you your money back 100%. You could put it towards next year. But if you decide that you don't want to put it towards next year, you want the refund, you'll still remain on our season ticket list. You won't lose your spot. And a place like Green Bay, that's pretty important when their wait list is how many dozens of thousands, tens of thousands of people deep. Well, those those season tickets
0: are generational.
1: Yeah, but it's not hard to keep a name on a list. All you're doing is refunding a credit card. I, I'm on, on that waiting say 2021? Great. No problem. But apparently the riders are incapable of doing that.
0: I just want the option. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been very fortunate, where, well, fortunate or scared that I've been deemed an essential service. So my, my income has not been affected, thank God. But I understand other people have. So chances are, I probably just roll over next year. I don't care. But I want the option. Don't don't just just assume you get to keep my money when everyone on the planet knows there's going to be no games at Mosaic Stadium this year. It's just frustrating.
1: I think this not having football thing is just in general getting to all of us. We're all frustrated about everything. Money options like you said I'm I'm right with you Greg. I completely agree with you. I'd like to have the option too. But it's just no football and we're starting to see and I'm not necessarily saying you guys by any means but just in general people are a lot more snappy about things and it's just we move we and that's myself included.
0: CFL Twitter, I, I once again, I, I love everybody, but oh my god, it's been a slog lately. People have been getting up in arms about absolutely everything, and don't get me wrong, it's the world right now, I get it, it sucks, but CFL used to be the place where we could all just go and get along, talk football and joke around, and basically say your team sucks. Now we can't do that.
1: You can thank Winnipeg for that.
0: Yeah. Winni- Winnipeg winning the Great Cup just ruined it for all of us. Thanks, jerks. We we uh, knew that
1: would happen. We've always we've said for
2: years that they would never win the Great Cup until the world ended. And here we are.
0: Yeah. And so na- now yeah, like and it it's it's been friends have been turned on friends. It's been weird. And don't get me wrong, there's been some some places of nicety, but it's uh, I I miss better days when I could just tell Bomber fans they suck, and then we'd all laugh and move on.
1: We could all yell 1990, and it still ring a bell. I I miss that.
0: I I'm, I'm going to miss that for a long time. Actually,
1: it's okay. We can do it again in 29 years when they
2: start a new street.
0: Oh, one more thing. Okay, if we're going to move on for su- subject, I just remember something else we should probably talk about. Are we done with this one? Yep. How, how worried do you think the CFL should be now that The Rock owns the XFL and they pissed off all their players?
1: Not worried whatsoever. Really? Rock. Yes. This is a shady deal between Vince McMahon. I don't This is I still a, it's a, still a WWE thing. Come I on. I don't
0: believe that. I'm You're sorry. Hours before, they
1: that. Hit, hours before they hit bankruptcy, all of a sudden, The Rock, arguably the WWE's biggest star ever, buys the league with, a, with his, some partners? Give me a break. Oh, I, okay. Okay. You, you've go, you've
0: gone. Okay. I hope I I can see you. I hope you're wearing tinfoil in your hand. I I don't believe that. The Rock was the only qualified bidder in the entire auction. So everyone else did not actually do any of their homework. And it's not just The Rock. It's also Redbird Capital. I just and even if it is a deal between, um, The Rock and Vince McMahon, which I don't say it is. The, having the rock as the face or figurehead, even if it's only ceremony of that league is going to one raise its media value two have a bunch of other sponsors all sudden lining up at the door because the rock makes bank and three, you saw players on all levels basically say they'd run through a brick wall to play in the XFL and the rocks involved.
1: Here's why I disagree with that. It is because of Vince McMahon, the Rock still has ties to the WWE. As long as that name is still in charge, like as still as that is it's optics. Think of it as Randy Ambrosi talking to the Finnish league. Okay. The optics are bad of somebody still in bed with the WWE but in charge not. of the league. It looks second rate. It, it, but the
0: thing I, is though, the 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 only tie the the rock it, has is he used to be a wrestler. Vince McMahon no longer produces his movies. The Rock has his own production company. Like that, the only the only tie is he's a former wrestler. That's the only tie to Vince McMahon now. That's it's, what it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same way as saying The Rock is a former CFL player. It, it you may as well say Randy Ambrosi's tie to the league. It's not the same thing. I, I I don't think I think at the end of this when it all shakes out, The Rock is Vince McMahon is literally going to have nothing to do with this. I really do.
1: I can't see Vince giving up that kind of of pull. He still wants this to happen. Like I I, said, it's just optics, and the optics look bad.
2: I decided after a couple of off-seasons where we were worried about the AFL or the AAF and then the XFL, I'm done worrying about spring football until the time comes where it actually sticks around. When that happens, then I'll start to get a little concerned.
0: The X, if it wasn't for COVID, the XFL was stuck around. Their their numbers were way better than last year. But but if it wasn't co- for,
2: that's, that's I the-
0: know I, I get it. But I'm just saying the XFL actually had a foothold this this time around. It's just COVID happened, and what are you going to do? No one no one expected this. <laughs> Literally no one expected this. We we don't have a CFL because of COVID. How do you expect the XFL to happen?
2: Well, I don't know, Vince McMahon has $500 million, whereas the, the CFL needs to borrow $30 million to. So maybe, maybe we should talk to Vince about coming up north. He tried he's buying
0: coming. the CFL once.
1: Get Roman Reigns to, to bail out the CFL. He's a former player.
0: It, at least he's more of a player than The Rock was. It's
1: true. This is true.
0: I love that. The Rock, former CFL player. Yeah, that's generous.
1: played what a couple snaps and got cut the next day
0: pretty much it was like a preseason game
1: yeah exactly anyway i (laughs) think is there anything else you guys want to bring up here on the piffles podcast no i think i'm good
0: i'm just everyone get along please for my sanity like i'm on vacation i'm residing my house i turn on twitter and i just shut it off now
1: it just Let's just all get along. That would be nice. But as long as you keep on crapping on Greek food, Greg, we're never going to get along.
0: Greek food sucks. We, we can do this anytime you want. I don't all
1: care. Right. We'll, see. we'll save that for the next podcast. That's going to do it for us this week on the Piffles Podcast. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Piffles Pod. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Piffles Podcast. And of course, Pifflespodcast.com. Of course, Piffles Podcast is brought to you by our great friends at Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. And special thanks as well go out to Kathy Festion of Royal LePage Regina Realty and Churchill Brewing Company for their support to make this show possible. As we leave you, we'll leave you with some good music. This is Tyler Gilbert, Ghost Behind Your Mind. The ghost behind your mind oh.